This is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. That is Mark Randy. My name is Evan Giddings. Please download the Odyssey app, rate us, subscribe to us there, as well as wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, speaking of, well, Kyle Shanahan's favorite toy from last year, Brock Purdy. Uh, we talked about, Mark, on our last episode, the PFF rankings, Pro Football Focus had him 23rd. There were also some other rankings distributed across the roster, and I thought it was kind of interesting. You, you pointed out the fact that overall, the roster PFF has ranked at number two in the NFL, right behind the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I don't have any problem with that. There's also, of course... Uh, some rankings, Trent Williams, number one in his position for tackle. Christian McCaffrey was ranked as the, one of the top three running backs in the NFL. Bebo Samuel was awarded the best uh, yards after catch receiver in the NFL for what that's worth. And then there was also some question marks at positions like offensive line. But uh, what, what, do, what do you think that they got right and wrong about their rankings when it comes to this roster? Well, I think 49ers are certainly a, a top five team in terms of talent on a roster so i think the 49ers coming in at number two that's certainly in the right range um I, I don't really have much of a problem with that the eagles had a really bad start to this offseason they lost a number of guys in free agency and it looked like they were going to lose more and then kind of some miraculous things happened and they had a really good draft uh so them holding on to the top spot according to pff does not really bother me all that much. That's still a very talented team. So I, I'm not really going to debate the, the, the individual ranking for the 49ers as a team. Um, I think some spots where the 49ers maybe will outperform where they were last year, and this is something PFF lists as a 49ers weakness, uh, the interior of the defensive line. Obviously, Javon Hargrave is going to have a big impact there. But even that aside... You think of what the 49ers were dealing with on the interior of the defensive line last year. Eric Armstead was in and out of the lineup early and then missed a big chunk of the first half of the season. And even when he got back, you could kind of tell uh, he wasn't fully up to speed when the team was in the middle of that winning streak. It didn't cost them wins or losses towards the end of the regular season. Um, but you just got the sense he wasn't as effective as he was the previous year when he was really the key, when he got moved inside to stopping the run, uh, freeing up Nick Bosa because he was demanding double teams. He was really the key. So I think even without Javon Hargrave, and that's a big guy to to leave out because he's fantastic, but even with him, I think an area where the 49ers are going to perhaps outperform expectations, certainly outperform where they were last year, is the interior of the defensive line. And that is an area that PFF specifically has listed as a weakness. I'm not sure that's going to be the case this year, assuming health, which for the 49ers is a big if, because if there was one weakness, I would point to about that defensive line. It is the depth there. They can't really survive much in terms of injury wise, specifically on the interior, but those two starters on the interior of the defensive line, two of the best, in the National Football League. So I think that's going to be a big strength, contrary to what PFF might think. I think they got most of it right. I believe that both the defensive and offensive line they've identified, and I believe to be true, to be two top-heavy position groups. That's fair, yeah. And if you look at Trent Williams, who's the best tackle in football, maybe the best lineman in general, maybe the best offensive player, according to some rankings, 
Uh, that's accurate. If you look at Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, along with Javon Hargrave, those are three monsters up front on your defensive line. But outside of that, the hope is that Drake Jackson can take a huge step this year. That is going to be important because outside of him, you're looking at Austin Bryant, Cleland Farrell, and beyond that, Javon Kinlaw might give you something, but I'm not expecting much. Uh, so, I mean, Mark, even outside of injury, if any of those players that, that I just named that are at the top of their respective position groups don't perform the way that we expect them to, that also hurts those two groups. And the, the one thing that I guess I don't want to say I, I've come fully around on, but is a bit confusing to me is the actual performance of the offensive line analytically. And then the eye test to me doesn't like it just doesn't match up because last season I was kind of just going through some numbers and the passing grades for the offensive line were, I think, top five, certainly top 10 in the NFL last year, according to PFF. And as far as football outsiders, they have this metric that is supposed to evaluate yards created for run for runners. You know, how, how many yards can you produce before contact? How effective you are in the run blocking? All that good stuff. And the 49ers ranked fourth in efficiency in that category. Very good. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, meanwhile, has never had below, I think it's a top eight group in terms of running uh, by PFF. Last year, they were 10th. So that also included Mike McGlinchey, who's no longer here. Those numbers to me don't really add up. And so I'm not sure if they got it wrong, but I'm just curious. It, it, it seems to me like it's kind of however you want to view that offensive line is kind of up to you. I don't view it as a position of strength, but I'm willing to admit that that's just because the rest of the roster is absolutely loaded. But if we're talking about what they got right, I think the identification of both the O-line and D-line being more top-heavy than not and needing those guys to not only stay healthy, but also play up to their contracts and to what they did, have done in previous years, that is absolutely paramount for the 49ers. Yeah, that's fair. Definitely top heavy. Um, and and one thing about you're talking to run versus pass blocking, McGlinchey's departure will definitely hurt the 49ers on the, the run blocking side of things. He was very good. Definite, definitely his strength as an offensive lineman is run blocking. A lot of times you, you see 49er fans on Twitter and at times deserved kind of poking fun at him for his inability to stay upright when he's blocking for the pass. He'll get knocked down. He'll get beat. He's on his backside. He falls down. He slips, whatever the case is. Not the best pass blocking right tackle, but a very, very good run blocking right tackle. So perhaps you see the run blocking numbers continue to drop for the 49ers because, again, it, it wasn't fantastic last year. They were still top half, um, but we'll see how that does turn out. One thing I, I do feel like we need to mention uh, PFF, uh, when they're, you know, ranking the 49ers offensive line, they has them as the 18th best unit in the NFL, whatever. I'm not going to spend too much time on that. They did list the 49ers starting offensive line from left tackle all the way through the right tackle, Trent Williams, Aaron Banks, John Feliciano, Spencer Burford, and Colton McKivitz. So if, if that's the, the five that they are expecting to start, um, okay, maybe I can understand the grade a little bit more, but uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, in assuming health, assuming things don't go terribly wrong for the 49ers, John Feliciano will not be starting at center for San Francisco. It will be Jake Brendel, 
not to say that he's a superstar and one of the best centers in the league, but relative unknown before last year came in and, and I think played up to, if not exceeded expectations a year ago, uh, logic would suggest he's probably going to at least continue that perhaps be even better this year. Um, so I think that's an automatic boost already from what PFF is saying. Uh, John Feliciano is 100% not the team's projected starter. He is one of their rare depth pieces on the offensive line. He could kind of play all, all over the place, but he's not a starter, especially not a starter at center. Uh, so I just felt like I needed to point that out. PFF uh, got the team's projected starting lineup wrong, and, and maybe that would have an impact on, uh, I don't know, their overall ranking. Yeah, sure. I mean, I I've also seen the 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 list that we've discussed uh does have Jake Brendel ranked. I don't know if they have him ranked as the the starter or not, but um yeah, no that's that's something definitely to to take a look at.